Hi, I'm Lita, and this is the Why Haven't You Watched That podcast, because I haven't watched anything, and my co-host here has. Uh, yeah, my name's Jackie Forbes, and I have seen uh, half the things. <laughs> the other half I haven't seen, but I still have a leg up on Lita, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, somewhere in like high school, I feel like I just kind of entered this uh, pop culture dark age where I just wouldn't watch movies. I didn't care about movies. I still really only watch like tv shows most of the time or go to the movies only if there's something out like harry potter or wonder woman or something like that so yeah it's it's kind of hard sometimes like uh when you get older and like there's all these movies you haven't seen and all like uh this tv shows you haven't seen i guess people just kind of like treat you like you're crazy i would guess (laughs) yeah i get i work with people that are all significantly older than me and if they ever hear this they'll hate me for saying that but it's true and they're like oh my gosh you're so young you haven't seen this or that and I'm like it doesn't actually mean that I'm that much younger than you guys I guess it's just that I haven't watched it even if it came out like two or three years ago like I probably haven't seen it yeah, and also, like, the thing that happens, too, is, like, what ha- what's been happening with, like, the TV renaissance, too, is, like, there's, like, tons and tons of, like, really good shows that, like, everybody's seen, and I haven't watched them. And it's harder with TV shows, too, actually. Movies, at least, they're only, like, two hours. TV shows take days to watch. So Yeah, they're a lot more of a time commitment. Yet, for some reason, I'm more likely to watch them, so I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I guess, and Jackie, yeah. you were a film school student, and you like know the technical sides, and you have two web series that you've like directed and produced, yes. and written everything. Yeah. So you know. I, did, like, I way didn't more. want to toot my own horn, so I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> like, well, I went to film school, so. Uh, but even then, too, like a lot of the times, like uh, at film school, there was like this huge competition, especially with the the guys in the class. It was like, oh, well, I've seen this. Well, have you seen all of Francois Truffaut's work? And it's just like you you never you can never see all the things, but it, it's always good to kind of like uh increase your repertoire of art in general so i think this is going to be a fun podcast with both of us yeah and we're gonna have some like fun mixing up episodes where there's uh some movies that i've seen and you haven't right yeah 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 because i don't i don't watch a lot of horror films and i feel like that's really gonna be (laughs) where i really don't either but i want to get into them more yeah we also do ones neither of us have seen too yes yeah all right, so today we're going to be doing, for our first episode, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Uh, I think it's really interesting the fact that like uh, you're a part of the millennial generation and an American and you've like you've never seen this movie just because it's like so firmly in like the cultural zeitgeist and like there's so many yeah. like universal jokes from that series. Yeah, that, and like yeah. I know a lot of them too. Like I actually wrote down a bunch of um what I can remember and I've definitely seen parts of some of these movies on TV before yeah. but nothing to even know like the plot line you know yeah um so and like uh, Chris what, quotes it all the time too so like what did you um before you saw this movie what were like some of your impressions of like what it was exactly so I didn't really I guess realize that it was a James Bond direct parody like in the first film like, I knew um, Goldmember was, but I didn't know that this first one was also... I, I know that's stupid and doesn't make sense, but I no. was just like, oh, it's just Austin Powers. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you would really get that from, like, the way the movie looks, because it doesn't look like a James Bond movie. And I feel like it's really just kind of, like, more of a parody of, like, the 60s and 70s in general as yeah. well. Like, the all the movies that came out around that time, all those silly movies. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew, like, his catchphrases, the, like, the O-behave, and yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> and I knew that, like, Beyonce was in one of them. Yeah, the, the third one, the worst one. Yeah, and I knew that Seth Green was Dr. Evil's kid because I, like, saw it on TV one time and was like, oh my god, it's Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, I saw this movie when it was in theaters and it came out in, like, 1997 or something like that. And, like, watching it again, I'm like, what is a seven-year-old doing watching (laughs) this movie? Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) It came out the 2nd of May, 1997, actually, so, like, the day after I turned four. It's a yeah. Taurus. This movie's a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, a lot of, like, the stuff that, like, uh, in retrospect uh, is quite creepy. And, uh, like, you, you take for granted at the time as you're a kid and you don't know any better. Like, oh, Austin, yeah. Austin ending up with, like, his former, like, crush's daughter in the future. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Uh, but, like, when you're a kid, you don't really, like think about it that much but watching as an adult it's like um well that's kind of weird and glossed over but okay (laughs) yeah that was really weird although I did appreciate there's like the part where they are drinking together and she's like oh you're suddenly so much more attractive let's have sex and he was like oh no I couldn't possibly and I was like what a 1997 movie like addressing consent (laughs) very revolutionary for the 90s I have to say yeah Uh, yeah. revolutionary for now honestly yeah (laughs) Uh, like, so, did you enjoy the movie? Like, did you think it was funny? I did. I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, laughing till my sides split open, but I did laugh at a couple parts, and, like, I wasn't, like, oh, God, why am I watching this movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing, the thing that's, like, fun about it, it doesn't take itself seriously, like, at all. Yeah. And it's just, like, a very silly, fun movie. It's just a kind of, like, a pass the time. And there are, like, some, like, uh, iconic moments in it, I feel like. Um, yeah. I liked all the visual gags, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of I feel like that's kind of lost in a lot of newer comedies. There's oh, not a lot of that. Yeah. And, like, it's weird, too, like, watching this and, like, knowing Mike Myers and, like, where he is now. And it's like, man, he used to be like really good. <laughs> Where is he now? Like, what is he doing? Where is he? I don't. He? I don't know. Like, is he in hiding? Because like, and also, oh, the thing that I uh, thought was like interesting was like the foreshadowing of the love guru, <laughs> where he like oh, dresses yeah. up. Yeah, there is some cringy racist stuff in this movie too, like Will Will Ferrell's character. Oh yeah, that was like one of the things I'd written down. I'm like, yeah, wow, I have it written okay. down in my notes too, because I, I forgot about that actually. I forgot Will Ferrell was even in it. Yeah. And um, but yeah, that was just like, uh, was that really necessary? Nineties? <laughs> was it really and necessary? I was wondering too, like, was Will Ferrell established at this point to where this would he be was, considered a cameo? He was on SNL at this okay. time, I think. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, also, like, another, like, thing, too, is, like, I forgot that, like, Mini-Me didn't show up until the second movie. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, I had that in my notes. I was, like, Mini-Me, that's a thing, right? And then he wasn't in the movie at all, and I'm, like, what? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't show up until the second movie, the one with uh, Heather Graham. Uh, yeah, also, um, <laughs> that whole thing was just, like, 
another thing that was like very firmly like mini me kind of like took on a life of its own I yeah feel like. and everyone knows mini me i feel like from from these movies like more than anything else yeah that, that's definitely like the biggest thing that came out of these movies was mini me for sure and so and it's weird the- that it wasn't in the first movie yeah and then he's like in um mini me the actor that played him was in so many other things and i think he still is yeah i'm sure because yeah i would imagine that because like when you're um a little person like i think there's like a couple of like really big actors and then they just kind of like get all the roles it seems like yeah which must suck (laughs) yeah like i think that um i think peter dinklage is gonna be in a movie coming up that's like about a little person and they i'm pretty sure whitewashed the role like i don't think that the character is actually white and they just cast him because he's like the most famous famous. right now i guess yeah (laughs) i mean i I love peter dinklage but like yeah give other people a chance man yeah that's the thing i i'm always so confused when people are like well they were just the best actor for the job and i'm like there's so many undiscovered actors like you probably just wrote the casting call wrong like and like big studios have like access to like so many people yeah like i get that like you need like a a good financial uh return for the investors and, like, you need, like, big stars in your movies and everything. Yeah. But, like, it's not always a good excuse. Like, the Scarlett Johansson mess. Oh, my what? God. Did you watch Ghost in the Shell? Because that movie was terrible. Like, objectively. I, I, I didn't bother seeing it. I, I don't know why I watched it. Chris came home with it from, like, Redbox. And I'm like, why did you even rent that? He's like, I don't know. It was the only thing in there. And I wanted to see if it was as bad as everyone said. And it was. It was horrible. There was no redeeming qualities except for the woman that played her mother like she was like a good actress and that's it to be fair i i have not seen the original uh anime Anime? i haven't either but my i mean i feel like i've seen it because for some reason on youtube i've like decided to watch a ton of video essays about the movie (laughs) so i feel like i've seen it uh, well, let's See, get back that's on kind topic. of my thing with movies like this is like I feel like I've seen it because so many people have talked about it. Yeah, and... that was me with Star Wars for a very long time, actually. Oh my god, really? Yeah, the original trilogy. Like, um, I saw the prequels first as a kid. Oh no! I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like that's like almost worse than me because I saw all the trilogy, like the original, when I was little. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't see the original trilogy till I was, like, in my teens, I don't think. Um, but you feel like you, just because, like, it's been so absorbed into, like, the culture, mm-hmm. you feel like you've seen it. But, like, and it, sometimes it's, like, really interesting. You feel like you've seen a movie that, like, um is so firmly, like, in, like, the cultural mind, and then you do actually see it, and it's, like, not quite what you were expecting. I yeah. feel like we're going to have a lot of that during the show. I think uh, when you uh, – our next episode is going to be Psycho. I'm very oh, – yeah. I'm going to be very interested to see what you're what you're going to think about that movie because I feel well, like – yeah. I've watched other Hitchcock movies, and I really like Hitchcock, actually, yeah. even though, like, apparently he was a creep, Ugh. too. Yeah, but... I, they're, they're all creeps. This is like, yeah. <laughs> this is the sad truth of fucking male – males in power is that they're all creeps (laughs) 
<laughs> they weren't creeps before they become creeps most of the time. Yeah, I feel like being a director, especially, like, being behind a camera, like, yeah. even when I'm just taking photos myself, like, sometimes I can feel, I feel, like, uncomfortable or weird, like, if I'm asking people to pose Hello. a certain way or something, like, like, I feel weird. It feels like forcing them to be like in your gaze and in your frame so uh, i imagine like people that are comfortable with that yeah like um it, it there's like a certain like definitely like a power dynamic and when you're mm -hmm. a man especially it just like you already ha kind of have that complex without even realizing exactly. it and then it just exacerbates it even more exactly so anyway, about Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to it. I, I love this already, though. Like, my favorite kind of podcasts are, like, going off on a tangent podcast. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not professionals. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, there isn't, like, honestly, there isn't, like, too much to, like, really get into with this movie. It's not, like, yeah. um, some... Oh, speaking of things that are, like, I can't believe that they were talking about this in 97, oh, yeah, which what? is 20 years ago. I didn't really, like, do the math until just now. <laughs> But um, so they were talking about, like, when Mr. Dr. Evil gets back from being frozen and he's talking about all the things that he could do and they're like, oh, that's already been done. Oh, yeah. The hole yeah. in the ozone layer? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about like, all those jokes, yeah. They're like climate change and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're still arguing about climate change 20 years later. Yeah, I mean, well, to be fair, like, um... The ozone layer thing was like pretty solved, I think, because it was like a very specific problem. Yeah, that the aerosol, and right? Yeah, and like air conditioners and that sort of thing. So like that that was like something very specific that people could latch onto. Climate change is like so huge and so all encompassing that people just don't, myself included, don't want to think about it. Yeah, because it's just too big of a problem. So we just like want to ignore it and just like hope it goes away on its own, but it's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, other topical <laughs> things, they were talking about, like, the free love attitude of the 60s yeah. and how like, they were like, oh, nobody does that now because it's, like, the 90s right after, like, yeah, the, the AIDS, AIDS epidemic. Crisis. That was actually my first note that I had was, like, how dark that is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't say it, but, like, it's such, it's implied and it's subtextual and it's, like, that is so dark. <laughs> yeah. And I have a note that was, like, Aw, the 60s free love was ruined by Reagan. <laughs> Reagan ruined everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, not doing anything. Uh, I was Re just um, watching the College Humor video about student loans, too, and Nixon actually ruined those, so Nixon yeah, and Reagan. Yeah, I just, I watched that one uh, yesterday as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, to be fair, like, I don't think it was entirely Nixon's fault. Oh, no, no. It was just kind of like the logical conclusion of free market everything yeah. everything even if it would be bad if it was free market free market it and all right let's not get into student loans <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing is ever as simplistic as it is too like it's always like on the hands of many <laughs> yeah yeah there's never just like one person to blame most of the time yeah uh. um okay what other uh what other notes do i have i, I wrote down like a bunch of like my favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh they play um a strawberry alarm clock song which i know about them and i've heard that song before but i was like reminded that they existed because of um drunk disney and the girl on there chelsea was like oh strawberry alarm clock nobody knows who the hell they are and i was like oh my god they're in austin powers everyone should know who they are 
what song was that it was the one where they're going into the club at the very beginning oh okay yeah all right i didn't know them either so yeah speaking of the music though the score for this movie is like so much fun it was really good yeah it, it really felt like um like a spy movie from like the 60s or 70s the theme song gets stuck in my head for days every time i think yes that's another one of my notes i was like oh my god i I definitely know the theme song yeah and the music was by george s clinton yeah let me not burp into the microphone (laughs) (laughs) i liked the um i liked the like mad mod beatles kind of influence to it yeah it's just it was like um the 60s like Another thing I think is interesting, too, is, like, we don't spend too much time in the 60s in the actual movie, but it's just, like, so infused into, like, the rest of it, even just the parts where it's the 90s. Yeah. I feel like Mike Myers really kind of, like, infused the rest of the movie with it. Yeah, because it definitely doesn't feel like the 90s at all. It doesn't. Except for the parts where, like, AOL comes up. Yes, oh my gosh. With, with, like, that giant laptop. Uh, He opened it, and I was like, oh my god. (laughs) I'm honestly surprised that, because I feel like that was a little bit advanced for them. So I'm kind of surprised that um, they were, like, video chatting. They were, like, looking into the future. Yeah, I mean, I think video chat technically, like, existed, but it was just, like, really, really, really low-tech. Yeah. Um, and also, like, movies for, like, a long time have just kind of, like, it's like, oh, they're they're doing a video call, even at times when, like, video calls weren't really a thing. Yeah. Just because you kind of have to do that to just make things more visually interesting mm-hmm. than just, like, someone talking on the phone. Yeah, because then you just have, like, somebody holding it to their face and forgetting that they're supposed to be talking to someone on the other line, and it's, like, really obvious a lot of the time. Yeah. That's actually, like, one of the, um, when I took my acting class my uh, first year of film school, like, we had to, like, pretend that we were having a conversation with someone on the other end of the phone, but there was, like, no one there. Mm -hmm. And you had to, like, pick someone you had to, like, you wanted to confess something to. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was, that class was full of, like, awkward stuff like that. But I imagine kind of it'd be really hard waiting for, like, the pauses and conversation and stuff. Like, you'd have to come up with two parts of a conversation, yeah, but that's only what you think one do. of them. At least when you're, like, actually shooting something, there is an actual script. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of times, like, I remember I was watching, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff for The Social Network, and they actually had, like, a Jesse Eisenberg uh, speaking to Andrew Garfield through, yeah. like, a, an earpiece while he was, like, on the phone and stuff during one of oh, the scenes. Oh, that's so unfair. That's, like, Johnny Depping it. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of cheating, I feel like. Yeah. I think but I think what they weren't actually doing the script though. He was like uh saying a bunch of like other stuff, stuff that like the character wanted to hear. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that was what it was. So that's kind of like a better way to do it, I feel like, if you're looking for like certain reactions. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else do I have here? Uh, when the the big boy burger sculpture yeah, takes off. No, uh, that was that that was like my fourth note. That that scene like made such an impression on me as a young person. Like I feel like it was like burned into my brain because like when it happened, I was like, oh damn. It. <laughs> when it happened, Chris was watching it with me, and he just looks over at me, and we have this inside joke, and he just goes, "Here comes big boy," and I'm like. Ah! 
<laughs> there's this video of a cat and it sticks its head through the the cat flap and you can just see its head at first right so it looks like a normal ass cat and yeah. then it like forces its entire body through this tiny cat hole and it like poops itself out and it's this giant fat ass cat and he just looks up and goes wow <laughs> so we're always like here comes big boy <laughs> that sounds like it could be a meme <laughs> yes i wish that it was like i feel it, has it, to it sounds like it is already that's <laughs> yeah it, it's fucking great i'll have to send you the video later <laughs> and oh yeah this is like a personal note that i took uh the fembots uh early buy sign for me <laughs> oh <laughs> the part where they're like uh uh in the lingerie and stuff like looking yeah. back i was like yeah that was that was another sign <laughs> yeah i can see that yeah that was like yeah just like the guns coming out of the boobs was really funny <laughs> just like boom boom <laughs> i feel like that's been spoofed in a bunch of other stuff like since too yeah it has I, like, you've seen, like, a lot of things. Also, another uh, funny uh, James Bond call-out was a lot of vagina instead of pussy galore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty great. Um, I'm, like, reading some trivia, too, and I guess um, all of his chest hair is based on Sean Connery's. <laughs> I, like, I was so offended by the chest hair. Like, there's so much. I, does it, like, grow? In every scene, because I feel like it does. <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks like a dick at one point, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, actually, I remember that bit, too. I was like, this looks like a penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the visual jokes with, like, the nakedness. Yeah. Was kind of interesting. I like the way that it's filmed. That's not, like, usually my style of humor. Yeah. And, like, the, the crude humor and stuff is not. Which yeah, is like why the, I, I the hadn't watched it before. And all that stuff. But it doesn't, it doesn't, never feels, like, too outrageous, mm -hmm. I think is why it works. That's, like, something they mess up a lot in the, the last movie, is they, they just, like, take it way too far, and it's just like, okay, this isn't funny, it's just gross, and yeah. you're dragging it out way too long. It's there, there's, a like, a very thin balance between a little bit crude and, like, too crude. Like, most comedies now are too crude, all the ones with unrated versions you know yeah it just because i don't know i feel like it's just like a one-upmanship kind of thing and it's mm -hmm. like you're it, you're not like servicing the jokes or the story in any sort of way so it's like why it's like you're just doing this just to do it and it's just like yeah. who are you really amusing here you know what i mean yeah. it's like i don't really get it but like any movie that has someone getting hit in the balls is like already going down so many points in my book yeah it, it, that joke can be done in a really funny way but like most of the time it isn't <laughs> I like i can't like. recall any I, times i i feel like i feel like there's been a few where i've laughed but like i can't recall them off the top of my head Maybe if it's someone, like, really shitty and, like, a small child comes up and just, like, kicks them in the nads, <laughs> then it's kind of funny. But, yeah. like, if it's, it's also, just... like, overdone, too, I feel like, is yeah. what contributes to the unfunniness of it. It's like, okay, we get it. It hurts getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> yeah. It's in, like, every movie. We get it. And it's it. like, what, if it hurts so bad, why do you guys always want to, like, joke about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember watching The Rocker 
forever ago with um what's his face the rocker or the ringer the rocker it, it's the guy from the office i can't remember his name right now <laughs> but there's a part where like a plug comes out of the wall like the whole outlet and hits him and then adds and like the movie i thought at the time was pretty funny and then that part was just like oh <laughs> yeah it- <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one either. We're, we're talking about all these movies, that, and I'm, like, talking about all the ones I haven't seen, and it's supposed to be the other <laughs> way around. They're going to be like, um, she hasn't seen anything either. Stop it. Stop the presses. <laughs> I still, I, I'm, like, looking at, like, all my DVDs right now, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my other notes was, and I texted you about this, was, oh, my God, it's Carrie Fisher. Yes. Oh, man. I actually, like, rewatched this last year uh, with another friend who had never seen the movie before, and, like, I had completely forgotten she was in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, we were like, oh, shit, and she hadn't died yet <laughs> at yeah. that time, Aww. so it wasn't so bittersweet, but, um, yeah, it just, she's in, like, a lot of things, like, you want to expect, like, I, I had completely forgotten she was in uh, When Harry Met Sally, for instance. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that movie either, but yeah, I it's on our she's list. in it. Yeah, it's on our list, I think. Um, but, yeah, like, a bunch of stuff. And, like, also what was cool about her is she was, like, a script doctor yeah. and all this stuff. And for, like, what, like, Lethal Weapon or something, which I think is really cool. Um, and, like, pretty much all the Star Wars movies. And it's, there was something else, like, really major, too. Yeah. She was just really cool, and it sucks that she's dead. No. And she she had a lot of cameos. She had a cameo in one of the Scream movies. Which was like the best part of that screen movie because it was the third one. <laughs> the third one's like the worst one. Yeah. But yeah, she looked great too, and I was yeah. like, why, why is, why does she have to be gone? I know it's not fair. I think also too because the third Star Wars movie was gonna focus on uh, Leia as well. I know, and that's so sad. Like, I it wish they would make. Man. A Princess Leia movie standalone, like a young Leia movie, you know? Yeah. I, that's the thing. I feel like, uh, there's too many, gonna be too many Star Wars. They're, what are they doing? It, may, it, it makes it less special, you know what I mean? And they're doing it for money, because yeah. everyone's gonna go see it, so they're gonna make a ton of money regardless, but, like, it's gonna get run into the ground. It's the same thing with all the superhero movies, too. I mean, at least, the thing is with superhero movies, there's kind of, like, a precedent for that sort of thing, or, like, mm-hmm. like comic books. Like, they're kind of, like, turning into the comic books and movies, which is fitting. And I know, like, Star Wars has, like, the extended universes and all that stuff. But they but threw like, that out. They were like, no, we don't accept yeah. that as canon. So it's like, they're just making shit up now instead of using the EU, which there's so much yeah. to use there. <laughs> like, oh. I really, really wanted, um, in the extended universe, there's um, Hana and Leia have twins. And the girl has a purple lightsaber and nice. goes like bad for a while and i like as a child was like i'm gonna grow up and be an actress and i'm gonna play her and then <laughs> when they started making the movies again i was like oh my god they're gonna have the twins it's gonna be great and no they're not nope. they're not going to nope. so i'm sad i mean i kind of understand kind of wanting to like not pay attention to like the extended universe because there's a lot as far as I know, I'm, I'm not really, like, a huge Star Wars person. And also, like, you kind of just want to, like, do your own stuff with it yeah. as well. But I feel like they should at least use it for inspiration, you know what I mean? Like, take some stuff from Yeah, it. I think they are slightly. Yeah. 
Um, I was just looking more at the, the Wikipedia of this, and Rob Lowe was apparently in a deleted scene. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Does it say what the scene was? It says guy at bachelor party, so oh, it's God. a pretty, um, pretty iconic role for him, I guess. <laughs> well, that's what's going to be fun with this, too, I feel like, um, especially like older movies, like seeing people that are like really famous now in yeah. them and then uh they weren't famous at the time like uh what's uh oh my god with all um all about eve there's like uh marilyn monroe before she was famous oh really yeah and uh there's a scene where she's like on the stairwell and she's like a young actress and like one of the characters tells her you're gonna be a big star someday uh-huh. <laughs> so that was like <laughs> it was like way but it was like before she hit it big too so it was like really psychic portion <laughs> yeah i feel like yeah. that's happened with a couple different people yeah over the years also i feel like it's probably like the writers and producers kind of like speaking through the script too because they're like yeah, yeah we know this person's gonna be huge <laughs> um speaking of people being more famous later on i feel like elizabeth hurley has kind of gotten less famous like the well lead. yeah i i I don't know a lot about her, but I feel like that's also, like, by design, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> she was she... really she was really big in, like, the 90s and early 2000s, and she just kind of, like, disappeared. Yeah. So I feel like she probably just, like, wanted to be out of the spotlight, I'm assuming. She was apparently in a couple episodes of Gossip Girl, which I've seen all of multiple <laughs> times, and I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, she had a really terrible British accent in Gossip Girl. Huh? So... <laughs> Was Why the character was so... supposed to sound like they had a fake British accent? I don't think so. She she is actually she British. is British. So why was it so bad? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> that's strange. <laughs> uh, uh, that's so bizarre. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Elizabeth Hurley too, did you ever see the um the remake with Brendan Fraser of? Bedazzled? Bedazzled, yes. Did you ever see that? I've seen parts of it. Yeah, I've seen that movie. I, like, genuinely love that movie. I, <laughs> it's, I like... really, it's really stupid, but I, I love that movie so much. We, like, have it, and, like, I watch it at least, like, once or twice a year. <laughs> I like all the parts that I've seen of it, and I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah, so. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, I love He's Brendan such Fraser. an enigma. I never saw that one. Did I? Which one? I don't know. What did you say? <laughs> no, you You said something about... Oh, he is an Enigma. Oh, I thought he was like in a movie named Enigma. No. I was like, I'm like, I don't remember that. I mean, <laughs> did he could I see be. it? I thought I saw most of his movies. There's probably there's probably a movie called Enigma, but I don't oh, know I'm if sure he's there been is. in it. Yeah. Uh But yeah, My no, but bedazzled like we ha- like me and my uh, best friend we have like the did you see the one where he's the a clip where he's like the sensitive guy and he's like on the beach brendan fraser yeah no no i don't think so well there's like a song he sings in it and like um it's like singing about like dolphins and dolphin safe oh Oh, no (laughs) and it's really funny and like me and my friends sing that to each other constantly so I feel like people, like, really get down on, like, uh, fun movies like that from, like, the late 90s and early 2000s, and they're like, oh, these movies suck and blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're not supposed to be high art 
not everything needs to be like some masterpiece in order for you to enjoy it and i feel like this movie kind of like encapsulates that too yeah i I think so too um my last note that i took was uh austin powers trying to back up the cart unsuccessfully is literally (laughs) me in every stressful situation (laughs) ever (laughs) Yeah, that was very relatable. <laughs> just like, ching, ching, ching. <laughs> like, why don't you just do it differently? Because I'm, I don't know. And like, you get to that point where you're so panicked that you actually become calm, and you're just like, "This is fine. We're just gonna get through it. It's fine. I'm just gonna keep doing it the way I've been doing it, and it's gonna be fine." The dog surrounded <laughs> by fire memes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, uh, the last note I wrote was uh, the quote, there is no world anymore, only corporations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, we don't even know, man. <laughs> the 90s had no idea. <laughs> I know. It was, like, the start of all of the badness, honestly. Yeah. It, I mean, I know it's, like, disingenuous to be like, oh, man, things were better in the past. Because, like, things weren't really better in the past. But also it's, like, we thought it, you couldn't get a dumber president than George W. Bush. And here we are today with <laughs> the president like a, who doesn't just... know how to spell heal correctly. <laughs> he doesn't know how to what? Spell heal. Like, he wrote, we need to heal the world, but he spelled it oh. H-E-E-L. Oh, no. I know. He did it twice in the same tweet. So- Maybe he wasn't actually meaning heal as in, like, being a doctor, but, like, bring them to heal. He's yeah. like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm going to make everyone afraid. That's depressing. We can't end much... on that note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, How should we close this out? I'm, I'm excited to watch the second one at some point. Even yeah. if we don't watch it for this, but like I'll finally yeah. watch the it because I feel like I've one, seen the, the second one. Yeah, the second one is pretty good. The third one is awful. Don't bother watching. <laughs> it's just bad. So, it's not even fun. Bad. It's just bad. So Beyonce doesn't save it just like by the graces of being there. No, because <laughs> she's oh, no. a bad actress in that movie. So oh. it, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I I really haven't seen her acting in anything lately i guess but i feel like she got better right yeah she did that that movie was like pretty early on in her solo career i think so it's excusable yeah that was like she's like i'm not a destiny's child anymore i'm a i'm an actress in an awesome powers movie i mean also like the thing is with these movies like you like bad acting could be considered like a conceit because yeah Especially, like, in parts of this one, too. Like, it, like the I feel like the actors are reading the lines poorly on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's part of, like, the um, the genre that they're spoofing. So. Yeah, I agree for sure. And I'm sure that they all, like, play into that, too. Yeah, definitely. Which makes, them, which makes it, like, better, you know? It, it, this also looks like it was a really fun movie to shoot. <laughs> to yeah. It looks like everyone's having a fun time. Yeah. It says that, like, 30 to 40% of the script was probably imp- improvised. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. Yeah. That's always, like, um, a fun thing on sets, too. Like, uh, the two web series I've directed, like, I encouraged everyone to, like, improv and, like, riff. And, like, one mm-hmm. of the best episodes of my first web series was, like, 
turn out to be like 80% improvised. <laughs> and I was like really mad about it because it was really funny. It's it's like a You were like, quote, I could have written this. <laughs> like that quote from the Parks and Rec writer who was like, the best line on this show was improvised by Chris Pratt, which was like, I've looked your symptoms up on this computer. It looks like it says you have network connectivity problems. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is very frustrating as a writer. Yeah. I, that was always one of my favorite parts when I did theater and everything, like, especially if you forgot your lines or something, like, you're never supposed to say, like, oh, no, I'm sorry, or, like, flub up, or yeah, try to go, go back. It, you gotta go with it, Yeah, and it's that good. was always my favorite part, because I usually remembered everything well, but sometimes I would come up with, like, these crazy cracks, and people would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you'd see them trying not to break character. <laughs> yeah, that is always fun. Um... Yeah, like especially with comedies too like um when you're doing com when you're shooting comedies you you i think it was something jack black said on the tropic thunder commentary which is that you never stop writing even mm -hmm. when you're on set like you're constantly just like adding stuff and taking stuff out and um like i've known people who are like very 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 adamant that everyone like says their exact lines and like sticks to the script exactly oh and i hate it's, that like, it's like, first of all, you're not some great genius <laughs> who, like, needs every single word to remain exactly the same. And the thing is, film is such a collaborative effort, and to think that you're, like, the only person with the right opinion is both really arrogant and also doesn't serve the project. Yeah, that's basically the Paladinos in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And they would write those, like, 80-page scripts, and they'd be like, everyone has to remember this shit, or else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you do need things to be said in a specific way but like a lot of the times like a lot of people other people have good ideas too is really what it yeah. comes down to and i get that like some people have like, really big egos and are at the same time really insecure so they need everybody to do exactly what they say at all times yeah and not divert from it in any sort of way which especially in comedy that's not and you're work if you're working with like really good comedians then like they're gonna have really good ideas that are probably better than yours and you yeah. should just kind of like go with it yeah um one of the last things that i was gonna say that i forgot to bring up earlier was that i like um i feel like it's a very old theater convention to have the same person play like the hero and the villain yeah or to have um like two different realities and the person that's maybe not so likable in the first is like the actual supervillain in the second like in peter pan yeah yeah i feel like i i feel like it is too and like a lot of it too is like wanting to like evilize the comedian like as much as possible uh sometimes it does get taken too far like in certain eddie murphy movies but um, yeah <laughs> But yeah, it was definitely, like, really good here. And, like, the thing is, like, Mike Myers was able to behave so differently as both characters that, like, you almost, like, wouldn't know that it's the same person. All right? I'm... I <laughs> That's I, all I, I was, got. I just took, like, a very deep breath because I don't think I've, like, breathed properly the entire time. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's all I have. Um, yeah. The next one we're yeah, doing that's all is I have Psycho, well, right? So. I think we I think we covered it pretty well. I think we did good. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what what's the name of this podcast again? <laughs> I think we decided on why haven't you watched this? Why haven't or, you watched this? Okay. This or that. I don't know. I don't remember now. Oops. Okay. It's fine. <laughs>
we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Everything's fine. Remain calm. <laughs> All right. So that's our podcast. And we're going to not have any special sort of closing because we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, hopefully we, hopefully we do have some kind of f- more structured format at some point. Or we'll just continue rambling. Structure I feel later like that's, on. I feel like that's more fun. Going off the cuff or having yeah. structure? No, going off the cuff, not having Oh, yeah, Structure yeah. isn't fun, Lita. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. If I was, like, some cool audio engineer and, like, I knew anything about music, I'd, like, make a little outro and intro and everything and, like, do some little, like, do-do-do-do. I mean, it's you could do that pretty easily. You know, you just, like, grab, like, a free audio file from, like, YouTube or something. True. But then it's going to sound like the do, 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 do. Dude, they dude, have dude. they have a lot of songs on there, so why you don't is that have the to one go that everyone one uses because it, it they just like go by like they just go they're like oh this is one of the most popular ones let's just use that because there's just like a lot there's like yeah. a lot there so but yeah I've gone all the music I've used in uh, my web series except for the actual letters to Quinn theme song has been from the YouTube library so that's cool yeah okay. <laughs> Bye. (laughs) Bye. We're signing off. Goodbye. Bye.